0: Welcome to the Hunted and Gathered podcast. We're hunting and gathering home design, decor, and renovation ideas
1: from designers, bloggers, and do-it-yourselfers from across Canada and beyond.
0: Discover your inner designer and be inspired to make your own living space feel more like home.
2: My guest today is Kobe Ladner. Kobe is one of Canada's leading design authorities. During her 15 years as editor in chief at House and Home Magazine, Kobe helped develop the magazine into Canada's source for design inspiration and information. Under her direction, readership increased from 600,000 to 2.5 million. In 2008, Kobe left the publishing world to create her lifestyle brand, Kobe Style, which now includes furniture, fabric, home decor, accessories, and more. Kobe believes in designing with soul, not trends, and that a happy, comfortable, and approachable home can be created by infusing personal style and individuality. Kobe is once again back in the editor's seat as the editorial director of Reno & Decor magazine, Canada's home idea book, inspiring readers with the latest decorating and renovating tips and trends reno and decor both some of the country's leading design renovation and gardening experts sharing their advice and expertise each issue i'm also thrilled that kobe's back sharing her insightful charming and personal editorials i'm so excited to talk with you today kobe thank you so much for being on the show
0: oh thank you it's fantastic that's a lovely intro thank you
2: You're welcome so you have a degree in radio and television arts so how did you get started in the world of design
0: well, I um, I did I did uh, do that, but then I ended up in magazines. That was my first um, right out of the block. I didn't get into TV the way I had thought, and I ended up at Chatelaine magazine, and I went mm. from there to Canadian Living, and then I went on to House and Home. And at House and Home, I really found, I guess, my niche because I just loved design. I'd always loved design uh, and decorating from the time of being a girl doing my own bedroom, like many girls do. Mm-hmm and Mm -hmm. um but I had never thought to pursue it to be really honest and so I uh at and Home being there for 18 years I um I really felt so privileged to have a seat that was like a that had an amazing you know view of the Canadian landscape of interior design Mm -hmm. which is second to none like we have amazing design in Canada so we do we do we do and we should be very proud of that but um and so I Kind of learned about decorating design through osmosis and just through watching the best and and gained my own opinions over the years but really I always felt very um, I was uh, very determined to try to show Canadian design that wasn't just the things that I liked you know it was really about showing the best of the best in Canada and um, it, it wasn't a reflection of me it was more of a mirror of what was going on in our country. Yeah, so I eventually, through that, so over the years, it I started to feel like I'd like to express my look, you know, mm-hmm. like my personal take on things, and um, so I was quite eager to do that when I finally did um, make the major leap to leave the magazine world, and uh, I was very eager to show my own version, because I didn't feel it was right for me to do that in that position. hmm for sure,
2: yeah. Well, I'm, I'm so happy that you um, you learned through osmosis, and, and I'm such a fan of your style and a really big fan of the, the Kobe style um, brand. Um, and so how would you describe that style, your decorating style, your, your personal style?
0: Well, I, um, you know, I, I've thought about it, and um, it is hard to put words to, to looks, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, some, some looks lend themselves to it because it's very clearly one look. Right. But mine is all about, um, so what I love is I love traditional references, so things that are familiar to us, that it might be the shape of, of a piece of furniture, or it might be um, a pattern on a, on a piece of porcelain, things that are familiar to us from the past that are traditional, but then putting a, a fresh twist on them, so freshening it somehow. It might be... Um, so I like traditional, but I don't like anything too stuffy or that looks kind of tired or heavy um from the past you know so i it's like mm-hmm. taking the best pieces of parts of the past to me, those references to the past, but then putting them in a really fresh interior or giving them a new coloration or so it's always got that kind of blend of old and new within the items that's what I'm usually looking for um so it is kind of eclectic but it's not that uh it's not eclectic in the sense that oh there's a really modern piece and then there's a really traditional piece so sometimes it's about putting something that has kind of a curvy look to it in a really nice white interior that's really clean you know or Mm -hmm. and maybe there's kind of a curvy piece of furniture with velvet on it that's in a solid great color you know um So it's often punctuated, quite punctuated, I like contrast, I like Mm -hmm. colour and contrast. I just find that um, neutral interiors to me are are beautiful when you're in them, there's no question. There's a serenity to them and I've often thought, oh I'd love to do a room in all one colour, like a bedroom all in celadon green to me would be so wonderful to walk into, you know, just Mm -hmm. all really tranquil. But it seems that when I go to decorate, I just fall in love with too many things. Like I just, I just love, uh, I get really excited about seeing something that's, that has like a real exciting look to it, like something that's quite graphic or, and so I just, I always end up with stuff, uh, that's, you know, a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And then I usually put it into an interior with very little color on the walls, usually white walls, our version of white. Mm-hmm. Usually hardwood floors or or um, something quite plain. I'm not big on color on walls, but then I just I then it lets my my things that I've collected kind of pop in the fabrics that I I like. Wow. The ones that get me all excited. Does mm-hmm. that make
2: sense? That does. No, that's a great explanation of, of your style. I love it. And I love that you said it was, you like traditional, but in a fresh way. And I think that's that's a perfect, um, a perfect explanation of your style. Right on. No, it was yeah. great. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I should also just mention that for many years, um, uh, it seemed to be like kind of a bad word to do things that were pretty. You know, mm-hmm. like, it we went very monotone, very, it's quite masculine, very pared down. It was like it wasn't sophisticated to be pretty. Um, pretty was kind of like thumbs down. It, it was sort of, um, not kind of country or, or just, um, you know, it wasn't really happening. And I went through, through the years at House and Home, I could hear the, the, the particularly the female readers out there who were saying, well, can I not have florals and, um, I like pretty things, you know. I like flowers. I mm-hmm. like um, pretty patterns and stuff. And does that mean that I'm kind of Susie Homemaker who doesn't have any taste or style? And I kept thinking, no, I agree with you. Like, I, I like that stuff too. And it's not that one is higher than another. Um, so I was sort of, when I left House and Home in 08, I was really prepared to be the poster girl for pretty. That You know, <laughs> like it was like, I thought... You can do it and you can have a really sophisticated house and it can look awesome. It's just sort of mixing these things in a, in a way that's beautiful. It's been done mm-hmm. over the years forever. So mm-hmm. that's baloney. And so that that was the other thing is I, I like with my things, I'm not afraid for them to be decorative or pretty. That's uh, That to me is, is a sign of, something you know, it's going to be something I love and I'm not afraid of it. I'm not trying to prove anything by the severity of my design or the mm-hmm. sophistication or anything. It's more just an emotional response to it. That's what I like.
2: Oh, I love that. I love that. And if you yeah. like pretty, then it should be in your home. And if you like severe, then that can be in your home. It's it's all That's about right. that individuality. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Other than interior design, what what are you passionate about?
0: I am constantly thinking about doing another thing. Like I just... <laughs> I don't know what that is. I, I don't mean to... I don't think I'm fickle because I, I do stick with things a long time once I get at them. But I always have something up my sleeve. I hear people say, oh, they wouldn't know what to do with your retirement. Well, I sure know what I would do with my retirement because I want... I always want to... Like right now, I keep thinking, oh, I'd love to uh, get back to playing the piano. I haven't done that since I was a girl. And that would be something I would want to do. I, I just... I guess I like... um anything around the home, anything domestic. I love the garden. I love um, cooking, but not on a weeknight. <laughs> not regular stuff. Right. Like yes. doing the fun stuff. Yeah. Um, I like uh, crafts of all kinds and, and music and writing and all that stuff. Um, I do love to get away. I find that um, by working at home, I do get a little sick of my environment mm-hmm. like i just get tired of it and the only thing that fixes that for me is to leave it and refresh and it might just be to the cottage it mm-hmm. might be just a drive in the country on a sunday but i just know it in myself that i literally have to physically leave the environment and get refreshed or it might be a great trip you know mm-hmm. and then you really come back refreshed um, we're not big beach people we tend to go places uh we're not looking for weather so much as more kind of culture and interesting things to see and do but um and I also have this passion just cooking in me that I for jewelry I love jewelry and I want to do a line of jewelry that's what Mm -hmm. work-wise I'm really it's I have to make this happen or I'm gonna feel like I didn't get to what I really wanted to do that sounds so exciting
2: oh that's wonderful
0: (laughs) I look forward to it oh thank you most women love jewelry Mm and it's completely useless that cracks me up none of us need it at all but we don't um, need it
2: but we want it and we love it and it makes us feel good
0: that's right yeah
2: Yeah. oh you have such a vibrant and energetic style like looking at your fabrics and um you know even pictures of rooms that you've done it's just it's it's fresh and there's an energy to it so what inspires you to to create this line or this look Uh, um
0: what inspires me well I do, um, uh, I, I do love to look at other interiors. You know, it's funny, um, sometimes I don't know what inspires me. It, it's, it, it just seems to be that I have, I'm very dedicated to my own look. And it's not that I, it's so calculated or anything. It's just that it's the only thing I can do. You know, it's mm-hmm. just like in me. And I think that, that's all about just kind of honoring who you are and, mm-hmm. and what you like and not feeling worried about it most people if you talk about their house they're like well i don't know if it would look good but i think i know what i like but i don't know if it'll work and it doesn't match and it doesn't look like you know it, mm-hmm. the magazines all those insecurities right and um but usually if you kind of just go with what what is really inside you that you respond to in an emotional sense um, that's usually the best stuff. So, so inspiration, um, I am a little bit of an addict for, um, Instagram now. Um, I'm, I'm with I, you
2: on that for sure. For sure.
0: I just, it, it blows me away that you can have access to such amazing, uh, work from people or, or interiors, whatever it is you're into food, whatever it is, the access to beautiful images every single day is, mm-hmm. is mind blowing. It's like the same with music. Like when you get Spotify, it's like, are you kidding me? I can have any song at any moment. It's, it's, it's almost too much. You know, it does it make you feel
2: a little bit spoiled? Yeah, yeah
0: mm-hmm. it does. And and um, so I uh, I do love to look at the interiors, and often. Um, I think we have amazing interior design in Canada, as I said, but often the American designers ha- use a lot more color.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: so I'm drawn to a number of those. And so I just, I guess I just see interiors that I go, wow, you know, and um, obviously price is no object. That's not what it's about. It's about inspiration mm-hmm. and, and seeing images that are memorable and and then you take little bits and pieces and you use them the way you can. But it's funny because I do kind of stick. Like I, I, I don't know. I hope it's not a bad thing. But like I, I remember I did a red sofa, and then the next time I got a sofa, I did another red sofa. <laughs> and, and you have a signature just, look. Yeah, it's just what I, who I am, and what, mm-hmm. what I love. And I tried to find something that was that I liked as well, and I couldn't. So I did another red sofa. <laughs>
2: Uh, no, I think it's great. And that's, that's such a sign of who you are. And when, when your friends and family walk into your house, they'll say, Oh yeah, Kobe and the red sofa. It's just, it becomes, it becomes part of your, your, that, that personal style. That's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Speaking of style, you have your own beautiful line of home accessories and lighting and fabric and furniture. And you have to tell me what it was like to design these pieces. Like that must've been so exciting.
0: It it is and was, and it, Absolutely, very exciting, and I was so thrilled when I when I started out and got uh, my first account, um, because basically I just take a story, you know, and um, it's all make believe until it really happens and turns into a product. So it's all just um, it, it, the the work that I have to do is to try to express something visually that doesn't exist, you know, mm-hmm. and um, and so. You're always trying to show what you're talking about and why you think it. You have to sort of stick up for it and say why you think it's important and why people would like it. And um, and I've had um, I've had hits and I've had misses and I've had uh, things come and go and um, I've had things die that. I thought were amazing but you know Mm -hmm. you don't always know what will sell Mm
1: -hmm. um
0: the marketplace the retail is very very tough um and i feel for the people who do all of the manufacturing and the supplying because man it's not easy um but my whole thing is just to bring a vision and when i first saw a few of the things come to market i were just uh, and actually be a physical item in my hand it was very very thrilling really really was and even if nothing else happens from here on i think i'll always feel good that i got that that i got mm-hmm. that feeling and that i actually created something that was tangible mm-hmm. and it was in my vision and it happened you know mm-hmm. and uh so it and uh yeah no it's pretty neat there are times that it's disappointing because you you take um a vision of something and it doesn't always come out the other end the way that you envisioned it you know mm-hmm. it's sort of a sort of like what you wanted mm-hmm. um, and then you have to decide is it enough is it acceptable is it does it reflect the brand and does it stay with everything else and there's there's compromises along the way I guess is what I'm saying and that' mm-hmm. that's natural that is what it is and um, there's economics to all this you have to hit price points and um, there's things that they that, you know I know we did things too early. Um, We've done things too early. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Um, The whole blue and white China thing that I love so dearly was just at the beginning when we started doing it, it it didn't sell. But now it's like on every design magazine, there's a blue and white ginger jar. Yes. Um, Yeah. Yeah. But that's like, okay. so that's almost 10 years since I presented that to the wholesaler that I work with. Right. So 10 years later, people are starting to buy it. Maybe starting by. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I do find that uh, retail in Canada is very tricky. We just don't have the population to support, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, Each city, like, when you start traveling Canada, you realize how small our cities are. And, Mm -hmm. uh, um, you know, one city may have just a a small handful of boutiques that are carrying great decorating products. And Mm -hmm. um, it, it, it is, it's a tough marketplace canada i think that you can take ideas and run with them much easier in the u.s just purely on numbers Mm -hmm. absolutely yeah yeah Mm -hmm. but it Mm -hmm. has sure sure has been fun that when we did the bedding with um Sears, my favorite pattern came out right at the beginning. It's a geometric and it's just white and it had we did it in red and white and blue and white and green and white exactly by vision. It was oh. printed on beautiful fabric. It was all great. Mm-hmm. This was our worst seller. Oh no. For the whole time. No, oh. it didn't sell it all. Went on total clearance. And <laughs> oh. all the people at uh, the company that made it, they all agreed with me. Like they we they were all on board. They loved it. That was the one that they put on their beds, but wow. no, it did not sell.
2: It just goes to show you just never know what what's in people's head, what what they want in terms of design, what they want in their house. Wow, Yep. It's uh, great. So, was that your favorite piece, the bedding, or do you have another piece that you just you really love?
0: Um, I loved that bedding pattern, and uh, but um, and I have to say with that ge- it was a geometric. It is a geometric, and it. Um, they told me that in hindsight, what they thought was that people didn't know how to coordinate it
1: in their home they didn't know what to
0: do with it yeah like they needed I put it with um white sheets but then I did a floral uh pillow like decorating pillow you know Mm -hmm. a decor pillow right and they just couldn't it's almost like we needed to package the floral pillow with the geometric and put it all together because people couldn't figure out how to put the bed together the the patterns on the bed so it was a learning process, mm-hmm. but yeah, mm-hmm. that would be one of them. I think it also just—I just love the blue and white porcelain, and that—and mm-hmm. we did a few lamps that were just stunning in that, and uh, and and just the the blue and white pieces along the way. And I have to say the the brightly colored lacquered chopsticks—I really went for those because I just thought I loved. Um, I'm really inspired by Chinatown. Mm-hmm. I always have been, and and uh, I just ha- I always laugh that I've got a little Chinese gene in me but as a six foot <laughs> redhead I don't know if that's quite <laughs> true but somewhere in there there's something Chinese because I've always drawn to Asian designs and mm-hmm. and so we did these brightly colored plain um chopsticks in boxes and box sets and uh, they were black boxes the brand on them and they were I gave those to everybody I knew they're, they're gone now but man they were they made me happy
2: and that's such a fun little thing that, you know, doesn't change a whole room, but can make your plate look happy, can can brighten yeah. someone's day. I like that. That's great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And again,
0: it was that twist on something that had been around forever. And mm-hmm. it was the it was the color that was the twist. And um, I felt like we really hit something there. But um, anyway, those are gone.
2: On to the next. <laughs> so do you have a favorite space or a favorite uh, room that you've designed over the years?
0: Um well I I mean my kitchen has been shown a lot and it's a, it's a pretty unique kitchen um, just because it has a ton of character in it and um, it has a huge um, like a, a skylight in it that's built like an, an old English kind of large atrium on the top mm-hmm. um, but um, I would, you know what? It would probably be our little PEI cottage that we did. It was uh, such a dream for me. Uh, it was when I turned, I think, 40, and we went. We we loved the PEI, and uh, we bought a little, very humble cottage, but on a in a beautiful area, very beachy. And I got to, I all that whole winter, all I did was uh, a mass. <laughs> You said I I shopped within our house because anything cottagey I I put it down in the basement and I I had like this inventory running and by the end of the winter I had everything all piled up and I bought all the bedding and oh it was such fun and um, we rented a U-Haul and we drove it all down in one in one truck and uh, got rid of all the crap that was left in the cottage and put. Put, uh, and decorated it up like a real seaside cottage, you know. And it was such a fun project because it was so manageable and it was so focused
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I could achieve it, you know, in in a short frame, uh, time frame. And it really was just the decorating. Like, I didn't have to get into any of the nasty stuff. Mm-hmm. And it was just a really, really fun project. I've said over, I, I would do that over again in a minute. I would redo I'd do another cottage if I could. We did just sell it last year. Oh, um, that's too bad. Yeah, I know. It was mm-hmm. a bit of a, oh. But it was 10 years later, and our kids have grown up, mm-hmm. and we had awesome time in it, and the cottage needed things, and we just thought, let's let it go, and mm-hmm. if they call us back, we'll do another one. But it had kind of run its course. and uh, But, wow, what a, what a fun. So then I couldn't, down there, often they sell cottages completely furnished, you know. And, oh, um, yeah, and lucky, went, lucky and,
2: owner, whoever bought it.
0: Well, I let all the big stuff go, but I thought there's no way in heck I'm letting all my things go, mm-hmm. like all my books and pictures. I had all these pictures of ships and that I'd collected over the years and, and, uh, all the dishes and stuff and I thought no I can't do that. So it's all boxed up and I just received it the other day here oh. and I'm like what? So I, I gotta have another cottage because I don't mm-hmm. know what I'm going to do with all this stuff.
2: <laughs> what a great reason. Oh I got all this stuff. I need to buy another yeah. place to decorate. <laughs>
1: <That's> very- uh, <laughs> it's a tough place to be. <laughs> yeah.
2: uh, oh that sounds like a, a dream. Just And I, I remember seeing pictures of the cottage and, and your. I remember when the, the kitchen was in the magazine and really I, I'm going to put a links to it in the show notes for the show. Show because oh. if people haven't seen it it's 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 breathtaking like I remember looking at it going I've never seen a kitchen like this before oh, it's thank just you. just stunning and do you still
0: love it do you still love your kitchen oh yeah I do I Good. do still love it I mean you do. Know, the funny thing is once the space is done I went through an editorial about how you know these rooms they kind of they talk to you and they talk to you when they're not done and you I, I used to walk in a room and it was just voices talking at me saying like oh I hate that and I gotta do that and And then once it's done, you can walk in the room and it it doesn't talk to you anymore Mm -hmm. because and it's like it doesn't even exist and you have to kind of slap yourself and say you know you should pay as much attention to it once it is done as it Mm -hmm. is when it's not done like it that's reverse of what it should be really right Mm -hmm. and so Mm -hmm. sometimes I think I forget that I have uh, that I'm so fortunate to have that kitchen it is a little it's a little beaten up now I have to say like it's probably time that I get things. Um, painted or, right. or whatever, but mm-hmm. uh, it's not like I don't still like it. That's mm-hmm. definitely, I do still like that kitchen. So. Oh, well, that's good. Yeah. Oh, it's, yeah. it's
2: just a really, a lovely space. And, and oh. Oh, but you're, you're, so, you're so right on um, that, You know, you do, you have this, this thing, something inside that needs to be, oh, that needs to be finished, needs to be finished. But yeah, once it's done, it's out of our mind and, and it's time to move on. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Mm -hmm. So does working in this field, I mean, you get to see beautiful rooms and, uh, you know, up and coming uh, trends and designs every day. So does, does working in this field ever make you feel discontented with your own, with your own spaces? Or do you you look in a room and go, oh, you know, that's just, I'm just not happy with that. Yeah.
0: Do you ever feel like that? Yeah, yes. I I have over the years felt like that. I guess I um I honestly think that you're born with sort of a pessimistic part to you or an optimistic. I always mm-hmm. think I'm going to be able to have things or you or or use ideas down the road. I don't know why I think that. I don't know when I'm going to have this grand house that I think I'm going to have or this beautiful cottage or whatever mm-hmm. it is, or country house, because I do, I keep, you know, I keep Pinterest boards that are um, called private or wherever they're, mm-hmm. that are my own um, things. I keep ideas. I, um, I, that's why I'm, I, I do miss magazines, because pairing the pages was a huge part of what I did, and mm-hmm. I, I compiled ideas. And I, I guess when I see things, I don't tend to feel envy. It's more um, just thinking oh that would be great and when can I do that mm-hmm. and you know um like I the, um I liked there was a rug I saw honestly two years ago I'd say and I I really wanted it and I thought about it and it it haunted me a little bit and stuff and then eventually I, I think I'm going to find a way to use it you know but it'll mm-hmm. take um it, it takes time with these things and we have to be patient with them and and just the process I guess of the dream mm-hmm. you know often mm-hmm. is enough for me I guess that's what and I and I do live in a, in a nice um like I actually like my house mm-hmm. uh, which I think if you were in a whole you know it took me three houses to get to this house and I am a little bit further on in life than a younger person who's in their house that they're kind of like and when the, and maybe their kitchen needs renovation stuff. I'm not in that situation anymore mm-hmm. you know where it's like, oh, I really want that, and, um, I'm gonna work my tail off to get it. Mm-hmm. Um, mine would be more, I, I've also seen how, um, interiors, you know, the, the beautiful interior doesn't make your life happier, really. Mm-hmm. I mean, it makes you happy when you walk in the room just in personal expression, and, and, but it, it the life keeps going on, and, and it only means so much, so mm-hmm. I don't get really, tied up in knots over seeing something that I really, really want anymore. It's more admiration for it. Right. Um, I, I think, wow, that is beautiful. This person really, you know, hit something here. I'm going to try to keep that image because there's my dream and I'm going to try to use it down the road. Mm-hmm. And, um... And I always think there's going to be an opportunity, which cracks me up because I think I'm running out of time on <laughs> <laughs> the ideas that I've got. Oh. So, uh, it, but I, it makes me happy just to think that way. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if that answers your question, but I, it does. you know, I don't. I don't live in envy, I don't
2: think. Mm-hmm. No, and I, I'm so glad that you said, you know, having a beautiful room or a beautiful house doesn't make your life better. Because I think so so often, you know, we look through those, these magazines or a great Instagram account or these amazing Pinterest pictures, and we think, oh, if we only had that, you know, if I only had my house in order, everything else would be in order. And it's just not yeah. true. That's just not the way of life. So I'm so glad you brought yeah. that up. And, and thank you. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. yeah.
2: Um, and I'm sure you've had, the next question is about a project that maybe wasn't so successful. So I'm, I'm sure that you've had this over the years. <laughs> um, something that maybe didn't work out quite the way you thought it was going to.
0: One thing that I can think of was in our second house, there was some broad loom there. And I didn't feel I could afford to pull up the broad loom uh, and do the flooring because it was it was a big space and, I just didn't think that that we could afford that in the budget, and I, I desperately tried to decorate around the broadloom. Mm. And the broadloom um, was in very good shape. Uh, it wasn't like that was a problem. It was probably very expensive broadloom. Actually, it was thick and soft, and um, but it was a cool taupey color, and it just was not anything I would ever choose. It mm-hmm. was so out of my realm of what I liked and all the things I had and all the things I wanted. And I ended up going in this direction for this darn broad loom. I I put area carpet on it. I did all kinds of things. But in the end of the day, uh, I think that was a bad idea because even if we'd pulled it up, I don't know what we could have done that would be affordable.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Um, But it it set the tone for everything. And then I never liked that room, you know, it just, and we did spend money on it. Like we, you know, by the time you do the drapery and, Um, the paint and the and recover the sofa to go with this and that Mm -hmm. and all it it still costs you money it's just uh so to take a starting point that you don't you know you genuinely don't like
1: Mm -hmm.
0: and go around it for affordability i I would say maybe wait or um just try to find another way um, because the whole thing's going to get built around something you don't like Mm -hmm. and that's not a good place to be Right. Um, the other thing that I did wrong is in this house, we um, we spent a lot on renovating it, uh, different parts of it, but we never got to the master bedroom. Mm. And I let that go so long. It was so bad. <laughs> um, like, I'm not kidding. It was really bad. It was um, this really dusty rose wall oh. that was just depressing. It had old broad loom in it. It had a wallpaper border at the top. And oh, my it had, goodness. It, just, it was a hodgepodge of furniture that was left over. And we lived like that for a number of years. And I thought, when we when we did it, finally did, got to our room, I thought, why didn't I just clear it, you know, put some white paint on the wall mm-hmm. and um, put a couple of IKEA end tables in. Like, just something that I felt good, really almost strip away the mm-hmm. bad and live almost, you know, very spare rather than because I, it, that went on for years. And it was like, I, I, in hindsight, I thought I should have just grabbed that one and, and not spent a lot. I don't mean spend money mm-hmm. temporarily because I don't do that. And I don't believe in that. I've never we've lived through every renovation within the house because I've never been able to think, oh, I could just go and live, mm-hmm. you know, pay for rent somewhere. Like I just, we've always done things within our means, but, um, I just let that go. I, I had little kids and, and it always bugged me and it depressed me and I, uh, it went on way too long. I should have um, done something with that. Mm-hmm. So that was a mistake. Oh, well, you know, In you,
2: hindsight. it's awesome that you can, you can share that and that, you know, us listening to you can learn from those mistakes, but you know personally, my yeah. my bedroom, my master bedroom is a mess. It's not as bad. There's no pink, dusty rose, but I mean, I'm still using furniture that I had when I was a child. <laughs> Me and my yeah. husband are using okay. it, so yeah. I hear you on that. I think that's a really common one because it's not a space everyone sees, and you know, you'd rather put your money where you know in, in a living room or a kitchen, and um, yeah. so it's good to know that even the experts are are dealing with the same thing that that we're all dealing with yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> yes
0: sure. so, i mean it's 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 tough to go over you don't want to overextend yourself mm-hmm. either because i have seen in my experience i have seen people absolutely twisted out of shape over money
1: mm-hmm. very
0: badly and that's not a good place to be either no. so yeah. the fact that you're doing that you know you're you're avoiding other stresses and we used to you know sometimes we call it the curse of house and home which, when people would end up uh by the time the magazine came to to uh to market it was uh the people were divorced being Mm -hmm. and and that was honestly i do believe that was the stress of um the financial stresses Mm -hmm. and the stress of perfection um when something was going to be photographed and um you know so there there's there's give and take i think that with this particular situation for me i just let it go on way too long Mm -hmm. if i you know and And uh, so that that was a bit of a lesson to me that it can be the other side, too, where you just say, "Okay, come on, there's something I can do here. Right. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So
2: do you have any favorite designers um, or someone's style that you really admire?
0: Well, because I've become such an Instagram freak, (laughs) (laughs) um, I do. uh, I am. I love this girl out of the U.S. Uh, the, her Instagram is Studio Mcgee. Oh,
2: I know. Yes, beautiful, the, beautiful. M-little, yeah, M
0: mm-hmm. Little C Big G E E. What a that I love their style um, mm-hmm. because again, it's that freshness. Um, it's always really fresh, but then there are traditional pieces in it, and there's a pop of color in it, mm-hmm. and uh, it's very current looking. But um, I, I really like it, but mm-hmm. still very homey. Um, I love One King's Lane. Mm-hmm. They often have images um, that I love. And also the account uh, Zush. Oh, yes. Uh, yes. Yeah. Z- mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um She's got great designs coming. I think it's Connecticut. I think mm-hmm. it's Connecticut. I'm not sure. But um, uh, I love Seasby and Bleak which is um, Aaron Feesby was an editor at House and Home mm-hmm. and her partner Cindy Bleak there around t- Toronto. Um, I just, it, it, I there are tons of great accounts and I still buy House beautiful magazine. I think it's still really uh, relevant and, mm-hmm. and has great images in it. So it's kind of the only one left that I really have to buy now. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, yeah, I, I do love it, and I'm glad it exists.
2: Mm-hmm. I it continues. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, I still love mm-hmm. magazines too. I like that changeable feel of flipping through something and being able to rip a page out and you know tack it on your fridge or you know yeah. put it in a binder or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So now you are back in the, the editor's chair as the editorial director of Reno and Decor. How is this going? And how has the magazine industry changed over the last nine years?
0: Oh, it's changed. Um, it's changed. It has uh, it's shrunk dramatically. Mm. And, um, you know, it's all about new media now, mm-hmm. and we're getting our inspiration from different places. And um, it's, it's um, uh, so Renault and Decor is um, Ontario, mm-hmm. It's um, as opposed to the entire country, but we do feature designs from um, other parts of Canada, too. Um, it's just, uh, you know, that magazines tell stories, and I think that stories are always going to be really relevant, and mm-hmm. whether that's a, the visual stories just as much, if not more than ever before, it's just how we're getting them is, is different, you know, and mm-hmm. all kinds of different places, and, and there's just so many ways to compete for people's time and attention, and we only have so much to, you know, to time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think it's very challenging for magazines, for print magazines very, very challenging times, and I don't see it turning around.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I personally still love paper and, and um, don't find I can quite get it off of my computer. I don't like sitting in front of my computer. Um, so I'm not a big house person, you mm-hmm. know. Like, I yeah. know a lot of people, if you have a project and you're specifically looking for something, like you need new light fixtures in your dining room, it's, there's, it's just endless uh, mm-hmm. that you can go to the computer and find tons of stuff. But for inspiration, I don't really like sitting in front of my computer.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: For, for some reason, the phone, I, I, I am loving the inspiration of Instagram, and I often see things. I still wish I could see it bigger and more beautiful, mm-hmm. you know, printed. Um, but that's just not, it's more now quantity of images as opposed to quality of right. them. Um, but I, I, if I can't paint you a positive picture for magazines to end this interview on, well, <laughs> I wish I could. It is just so over. Uh, mm-hmm. it's such a shame. There, I just read a piece about magazines and the, and missing magazines and it was more, it wasn't that, uh, I thought she made a good point. It isn't that I can't find the, the inspiration or the thoughts that I got out of magazines. It's just that I just miss magazines. Right. I miss going to the store and, Getting a stack of magazines and spending too much money and, you know, and, mm-hmm. um, coming home with them. And it, There was something about the the physicality of sitting down with it that made you feel like you were going to now sit down and get some inspiration mm-hmm. focus, you know, Absolutely. And, and, and thoughts and ideas. And so you, I, I miss that. Mm-hmm. You know, I just missed that. But, um, and I just, I, like I said, there's only one really left that I actually get that feeling from mm-hmm. again. Mm-hmm. No, it's
2: true. There's something so ritualistic about whether it's coming in the mail or you're buying it and you're, you're just focused on that magazine. It's not like, you know, you're on Instagram, but oh, and then, you know, an email pops up or it rings or, you know, it's, it's just you and that magazine together. And, and it, it was a special, it is a special thing to sit down with a magazine or even a book, you know, it's, it's just that you yeah. and that one Same thing.
0: thing.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah um,
0: So, you know, so the smart magazines like Reno and Decor are doing other things. It's Mm -hmm. never just a magazine anymore. They do it online and they have, you know, they do trade shows and they do all kinds of different ways to connect with that reader Mm -hmm. and to um, talk about that. And so um, I think that by doing and video and all that stuff, by by doing all of those parts of the puzzle, we're getting... More vantage points and, mm-hmm. and we have to kind of look at the positives too. It's more just that the, a little bit of a de-emphasis on the, uh, on the print part piece. Right. I think, you know, I honestly think interior design magazines are at least lucky enough that they are in a category where people will spend money still for paper. Mm-hmm. Uh, because interior design, you just want to have that image. You want to keep it. You want to pour over it. You want to refer back to it. Mm-hmm. It's a little different than the written word, where right? It's much more easy to be portable with. Mm-hmm. So I think that at least decorating magazines have that going for them.
2: Absolutely. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So
2: one yeah. one last question: Do you have any behind-the-scenes um, styling tricks or tips that you can share with us today? <laughs>
0: behind the scenes? Well, I I guess I often find it's that pop of color mm-hmm. it's that little bit of contrast that I was talking about where um, you may have a room that you know you want it all quite neutral or it's all in cream and stuff but if you add that little turquoise bowl that mm-hmm. it just makes all the difference I've often thought try, you know put my finger on top of something in a picture and if you took away that crazy orange you know like an orange throw or something um, the room would be like any other room,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: so I guess it's more—it's that whole idea of having things that are quite um, innocuous, like just cream walls uh, that could be anywhere, you know, just mm-hmm. nicely designed plain cabinetry. Um, but then it's that pop of something interesting that you have to add to me, like it's it, there's just no choice um because to make a room of any interest and and being brave enough to just have something in there that you love and so it becomes a little bit of a it, it's allowing some things to become the star mm-hmm. and then not having it with everything though mm-hmm. you know like that uh, to me that's the whole it's that not making everything doesn't have to pull your attention cuz now you've got a bit of a mess you know it's right. like if everything it's more just um having those moments where you go, okay, there's that piece that I found in that junky flea market, and it's going to be the star sitting here. And to me, if you look at the best design going on today, and, and that's usually the formula.
1: Mm.
0: It's usually pretty plain or at least just classic design, uh, and then you just have a beautiful piece um, or a great wooden chopping board with a, you know, mm-hmm. a... And all of a sudden, you've got some magic going on in a plain white kitchen, you know, with mm-hmm. a blue and white ginger jar and some pink peonies. Absolutely. And that's, and that's what does it. It's not about the whole kitchen having to be painted this or, you know, it's it really. So, does that, that's, that to me is, is often the formula that mm-hmm. I use. And it's not like a, a calculator thing, it just works mm-hmm. because it just lets certain things really shine. I love and then that other stuff goes into the background. Yeah. yeah.
2: And that those things can be so easily swapped out when they don't give you that that wow factor anymore you know you can you can put something else in, in place of the the ginger jar with the with the brightly yeah. colored flowers so no that's wonderful yeah, that, that's a that great right. tip yeah. mm-hmm, mm-hmm, yes kobe thank you so much for talking with us today you've shared such great advice and just wish you best of luck at the magazine and and with your line of accessories and, and the furniture and thank you
0: so much thank you beth this has been fun and uh i've really enjoyed talking about it i could do that all day so i appreciate the opportunity
2: <laughs> wonderful thanks so much thanks everyone for listening i hope you enjoyed our guest today please visit our website thehuntedandgathered.com for more information on today's episode show notes and links i'd love to hear your comments questions and suggestions for upcoming shows and remember it's not about having the best a home should be a place that makes you feel your best